Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the, the biggest, biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. What's today's date? December 1st, right? Yeah. It's the 1st of December. Yep. Comes to the slot. Here comes Parsons. And he forces the pass incomplete and that will wrap it up that ladies and gentlemen is entertaining primetime nfl football seahawks and cowboys in a shootout thursday night cowboys get the job done how you leave micah parsons uh, unblocked to get after geno smith on the final decisive play of the game i have no idea bad ending for the seahawks but as I said, shootout game, entertaining game on Thursday night, which you don't get a lot of. And here on Breaking Boston, December 1st, a Friday, we're going to talk about the difference between entertaining football and non-entertaining football, the difference between primetime ready football teams and teams that are deemed not ready for primetime. Because, as we found out on Thursday, that is what the NFL and the TV networks believe about your New England Patriots. They are no longer worthy of elite primetime football games Patriots versus Chiefs originally scheduled for Monday night December 18th the week before Christmas was a Monday night football game Gillette Stadium you might have had Taylor Swift you got the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift uh, entertainment factor that the NFL has been riding and milking for the last couple months you have obviously Patrick Mahomes as the best quarterback in football sort of the Brady effect for a primetime game you'd say nah that'll never get flexed out why would they flex out Patrick Mahomes well they flexed out Patrick Mahomes the Chiefs Taylor Swift and all of that because your New England Patriots are terrible. Your New England Patriots are not entertaining. Your New England Patriots don't have a starting caliber quarterback, regardless who, of who is starting uh, in a couple weeks, and we'll get into that in a moment. This is a, a new low to some degree, a new off-field low. This has nothing to do with a specific game. This isn't Mac Jones' specific fault. This isn't, uh, oh, we're going to do some get-in prices for games. Love it when the get-in prices get low, low, low. Robert Kraft does not, though, though, though. And the prices are sinking. I know for Sunday's game against the Chargers at Gillette Stadium, Justin Herbert, some of the get-in prices were below $50 to get into Gillette Stadium. Um, not something you're used to seeing. You're used to seeing exponential growth on the secondary ticket market for Patriots tickets. But nope, because this team is borderline unwatchable, and we all saw it. We saw what happened to the Giants. You score a touchdown, they score 10 points. You miss a field goal, you lose. Because uh, we're sorry as ass, according to Jabril Peppers, talking to Saquon Barkley after the game. And I have no fault toward Jabril Peppers. He was just being honest with an ex-teammate and friend. Um, the truth is never mean, as I like to say. Uh, the game before that, obviously, we all saw. The world saw in Germany. You lose to the Colts 10-6. Robert Kraft is left to hang his head in shame. And that's what I find interesting about this is Robert Kraft what role and, and sort of the reaction he must be having to his team being flexed out of Monday night football, even though Patrick Mahomes was coming to town. We've talked a lot about on the Six Rings podcast and here on the Breaking Boston podcast about the idea that Robert Kraft cares what people think about his team. He cares when seats are empty. He cares when ticket prices are going down, not up, where there may be empty seats um, each and every week, depending on the game, or if the seats are full, they might be full with people wearing Justin Herbert jerseys or Patrick Mahomes jerseys or some jersey of the opponent that they're there to see, not there to see 
the New England Patriots. Ooh, you got $47 to $43 to get into Gillette Stadium to watch the Patriots. It's not a preseason game, but they're a preseason caliber football team. And so that's the first part of breaking Boston this morning for Friday, December 1st, is the fact that the NFL is now letting you know how unwatchable they believe the Patriots to be. And I, I thought about this. How many games have we seen as viewers, as unbiased uh, viewers, not of our team, but just a national primetime game where you said, oh, this team stinks. I don't want to watch Team X on Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. Well, you're worse than that because that game played, you watched it, and the league let it happen. They didn't flex it out. This game, even though it includes Patrick Mahomes, they flexed out. So in terms of watchability, entertainment factor, and by the way, I'm not saying the NFL and the TV networks are wrong. The Patriots are not entertaining. They are not overly watchable. They do not even have young star power that you might want to tune in to see. You know, I believe they are one of only a couple teams, two, three teams maybe, that would be flexed out of a game on Monday Night Football against Patrick Mahomes. And part of that is, let's use the Bears as an example. A, they've won a couple more games, but B, they have some star young players. Justin Fields is still at a career crossroads. He can make some plays. He is not yet kicked to the curb the way Mac Jones seems like he is. And just the athletic ability offers some entertainment value for the Bears. Uh, I think the Carolina Panthers are a team that even with Bryce Young as a young quarterback, no pun intended, just is what it is. Um, I think they're a team that might get flexed out at one in 10. I believe they are at this point in their schedule already got their coach fired. And we also saw that the NFL in its marketing for next Thursday night's game against the Steelers, they used Bill Belichick as their marketing tool because the Patriots don't have star power, don't have player star power. Maybe Ramondre Stevenson is your biggest star right now. Uh, and we know the value of running backs in the NFL, and he's not a first-tier running back. He's not a Christian McCaffrey. He's a second-tier guy, even though I like him a lot. So that's where we start in talking about the Patriots and the history they are making, the first-ever game flexed out of Monday Night Football because of the new rules. And make no mistake, Patrick Mahomes was not flexed out of Monday Night Football. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid were not flexed out of Monday Night Football. The Patriots, Bill Belichick, the quarterback, the talentless team that they are, was flexed out of Monday night football. But let's get to this game because it's something hit me when we're talking about this talent and you're making a quarterback change, it appears this week. Uh, all signs point to Bailey Zappi getting the starting job um, at Gillette Stadium against Justin Herbert. Two young gun quarterbacks going at it. Maybe not. Uh, Bailey Zappi taking over Mac Jones, who I firmly believe needs to be benched, needs to just go away and sit and go to a quiet space for a while. And that is happening. But the thing that I find interesting is I started to look back on my career, first of all, covering the Patriots for 20 plus years. And I'm thinking, when was the last time a guy got replaced because of um, performance? You know, we've had some injury situations or suspension situations over the years. We've seen different quarterbacks. Mac Jones got hurt last year. Bailey Zappi came in. Uh, Drew Bledsoe got hurt famously in 2001. You might have heard of it. Mo Lewis hit him, even though later it was kind of portrayed as a performance issue whatever he got knocked into the hospital Tom Brady came in Tom Brady got knocked out in 08 Matt Castle came in Tom Brady suspended Jimmy Garoppolo comes in uh, even the Cam Newton year we were all calling for Jarrett Stidham we didn't get Jarrett Stidham when we've seen backup quarterbacks it's been due to injury or COVID or suspension something of that nature so I was going through my brain and I think you have to go back to pre-Drew Bledsoe 
1992, for the last time a quarterback was benched or a new starting quarterback took the field for the Patriots purely based on performance issues and ability issues and just needing a change at the position. So we're talking about something that hasn't happened again, more of these things that haven't happened in 30 plus years for the two and nine Patriots. They are replacing their quarterback because their starter isn't good enough to win games. Their starter is broken. Mac Jones, we know it. We probably all agree with it, or most of us agree with it. We don't want to see Mac Jones, but things are getting historically bad. You're not entertaining enough to be on Monday night football. You don't have a good enough quarterback to continue to start him. You need to replace him with a mid-round pick who most believe is less talented, less capable, has less of a ceiling, probably will have less of an NFL career than Mac Jones, although that's debatable at this point in the process. So you're really starting to make some negative history with these Patriots, and, and it's it's no surprise. We've been watching all season. Um, a lot of us thought this was a team that lacked talent, and now some of their best talent is no longer on the field for various reasons. When you look at Christian Gonzalez, Matthew Judon on defense, IR, Kendrick Bourne, torn ACL, Demario Douglas probably not playing this week in the concussion protocol, and most importantly, Mac Jones, who didn't get unbroken. I'm not sure unbroken's a word, but I'm going to use it here. Didn't get unbroken, double negative there, because we thought that Billy O'Brien coming along would fix Mac Jones and keep him playing at a competent level. He has been incompetent. He's continued to be broken. And now he's the backup, maybe, maybe third string. I know a lot of people expected this week, maybe there would be an injury designation for Mac Jones. Maybe he'd even end up on IR. None of that happened. He's just not starting in all likelihood. He may not even be active. We'll see on Sunday. And he is still on the roster. He is running some scout team reps reportedly in practice. So, Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it was in Germany, I thought your Patriots bottomed out when they lost to the Colts, when they benched Mac Jones in a one-score game with just a couple minutes to play. Robert Kraft hung, hang, hunged, hanged his head in shame. A week later, two weeks later, they lose to the New York football Giants on a missed Chad Ryland field goal, which Bill Belichick said you're basically missing extra points. He was upset. Mac Jones made mistakes in that game as well. He was benched in that game as well. Thought that might be bottoming out. Now I think you're bottoming out yet again. You're making a change at the quarterback position because you have to, to a lesser talent in all likelihood. But more importantly, you found out you're not good enough to be in a primetime game. You're not good enough to be on primetime football opposite Patrick Mahomes. The NFL is telling you where you rank. And if you weren't paying attention based on your record, Bill Parcells, two and nine. Yeah, you are what your record says you are. You're the third worst team in football looking for the number three overall pick in next April's draft or better. We'll see. If you can lose out, you might get an even better pick. But more importantly, you're deemed unwatchable by the TV networks, by the National Football League. And that, my friends, is a good thing. I'm going to end on a positive note here on Breaking Boston. That's another reason why I firmly believe Patriots owner Robert Kraft will do what needs to be done come January. There's six games left. He has six weeks to prepare a plan and approach. Last year, we got a sampling of it. Last year, it was, I'm going to hire an offensive coordinator. I'm going to extend Gerard Mayo, keep him in town, and I am going to do business a little differently, he told his season ticket holders. We're going to invest in this team. It didn't work. Now he needs to do more, and I think he's going to be pushed to do more by the record on the field and by the perception of his team across the National Football League. The unwatchable Patriots removed from Monday Night Football, and that is maybe the last final impetus that Robert Kraft needs 
to make major changes this offseason. Those changes, what they'll be, exactly who'll be coming and going. We'll see. We'll get there. But that's your Breaking Boston for Friday, December 1st. We break down the fact that the Patriots are unwatchable. And oh, by the way, I'll throw in a prediction. They're unwatchable because they're not that talented. Chargers come to town. Chargers beat Bailey Zappi. Let's say 27 to 13 Chargers win. Ooh, Patriots get into double digits.